Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. And welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, you know, Commander Chris, Camaro, Dave. Dave, I got Dave, you're not here when we're recording this, so I need to ask you something. How many windshields now have you put in your car? There'll be a test at the end of the show. (laughs) We're with Will Homer today from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Something that you haven't done with me, and I kind of took it out of the show, but uh, I'm going to put it back in this winter because we've got some big changes coming on this show too. A lot of fun, awesome. Things, a lot of fun changes. Um, we did lightning round. Oh, you never yeah. did lightning round. With I thought me. I did. No. Maybe, well, maybe long time ago. Yeah, maybe. But uh, you know, this is a little different. We asked some pretty abstract questions uh, of our guests for those who are not familiar with lightning round. And so I'll start with the most pertinent one. Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? <laughs> I'm corn fed. You know, my I've got a cattle feeder that asks my dad, and my dad's a little ahead of me, of course. That's how we all fall off the tree. Right. And he says, Have you, are you prime yet? And then- <laughs> So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, I'm definitely corn. Oh, I'm right there with you. Mold, you know, I'm boys. I'm I'm you know twenty more pounds, and I can go to the slaughterhouse. Yeah, you know, like um, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. There you go. Okay. Ever cook in a thunderstorm in your underwear? And I can answer that one for you. <laughs> I can answer that one for you. You can. Yeah. Have I? Because I know where you live, and there was a thunderstorm there that night. I was. There. <laughs> But I usually have my clothes on. Yeah, but you had shorts. I am getting my short. Yes, I am getting older. I'm getting into that shorts and black socks mode. <laughs> I'm gonna get you the. I'm gonna get you the um, uh, suspenders for your socks. Oh, put up around Lord. your cap. Oh, you know, gosh, do yeah. something like that. Oh my goodness. Um, what do you think is the there? <clears throat> as far as the cooking aspect, there's not a lot of big secrets as far as cooking beef. No, there, yeah. there really isn't. I know people on their videos and stuff, they try to make it more complicated, oh. especially when they go to trim and briskets and stuff. I get that. Yeah. I get it, especially if you're trimming it for competition and that, but yeah. the average person, you know, it's not that complicated, but what, what do you think is the most important aspect of cooking? Say just a ribeye. Just don't overcook it. People, people have cooked it. They cook it more and more and more out of fear, yeah. right? And I don't know what they're fearful of. I, th- there's nothing in the meat. They're, the, I mean, in the 70s, I guess there was probably something on the outside of the meat that they could be fearful of. But they cook it on the inside for some reason. And that's how they ruin things. And, and, and have, I shouldn't say ruin things. Have a lesser experience. 
Okay, so if I have the opportunity to buy a dry old chicken breast that doesn't have any characteristics or anything to it, I don't. I can cook the hell out of it. It's rubberized, but I've seasoned it because I knew what I was getting. I've got a dry old chicken breast, right. but I get a ribeye and I go and I cook the hell out of that. Now I'm going to have to chew on it and chew on it and chew on it. And it, it, people are just afraid to they're just afraid of something. I don't know why they're overcooking things. So they need to watch the, they need to watch, look up the video on the fingers, yep. you know, the one, two, three fingers, or just the, you know, or get themselves as their meathead friend, you know, get themselves a good uh, temperature gauge and yep. use it. And, and don't get over one thirty. Don't, don't get crazy. Make yeah. it, make it pink in the middle. That's not blood. That's just juice. There's no blood in the animal. It's called they've, myoglobin. They've Oops. squeezed that out in the process, in the harvesting process. They use a, they use electricity to tighten all the muscles to squeeze all the blood out. So yeah, that's good stuff. That's good for you. That's good. Don't be afraid of that. And okay. I'm going to tell you a little inside baseball. Here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to use actual dates and times, but uh-huh. you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. But we can't, we don't want to tip our hand. Recently, I did a, an event, charity. Event. Uh-huh. Okay. And I did some terrace majors and I did some tri tips. Uh, and uh, of course, I had to have some chicken there for those non beef people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've got a, I had actually smoked the tri tips at home, wrapped them, and then took them yep. to finish them off there. All right, so everything else is pretty quick there. And so I'm carving these tri tips and I'm just slicing them up. They look great and they're all seasoned and that. But of course, we got a lot of juice on the cutting board. Yeah. Which is what I want to see. You got to, yes. I want to see that. I don't want to see this absolutely like that. And a couple of the people came by and looked at, I think we'll have chicken. And it's like, and I said, that's not blood. Yeah. That's myoglobin. That's just a cellular fluid that's in there, but it's not hemoglobin. It's myoglobin. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's too pink for me, but that's where all the flavor is, you know, and it's still tender. I know. You know, like that. So as much as I've talked about it on this show and you and I have talked about it and Meathead and I and whoever else has been on this show talking about it. People still, I think we ought to put a big sign in all the retailers above the meat counter and say, this is myoglobin. It is good for you. It tastes good, not only on your meat, but like on your potato or something, you know, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Because I was just, I thought, my God. Yeah. You know, you're They're just afraid. They just don't understand. They don't know. They just don't know. And it's a, it's too bad. It's just a shame. Yeah, it is, but they're missing some great stuff. Oh my! You know, you ever you, drink it off a plate? No, but you swab it up with the the. We were in we were <laughs> in the metropolitan metropolitan market in Seattle makes a wonderful prime rib sandwich. Yeah, and all they use is a ciabatta roll and a piece of Painted Hills natural beef ribeye. And the first time I oh they do have a horseradish, but I pass on that. I don't need that. The first time I had that sandwich, I was up there and the and the person behind the counter took the ciabatta roll and they turned it upside down in the warming dish of the beef with the myoglobin with the yeah. juice and let it soak. Oh, I was in heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Cause it was au jus. It was, yeah, yeah. it was basically a French dip. She just yeah. made it for me instantly. Soaked them down, yeah. Yeah. put that piece of rib in there, 
It is the best. It, you know, we it can was, leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think two years ago they said it was the best sandwich in Seattle or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it's just two pieces of bread and meat. There's yeah. nothing else. No. I had a sandwich at Homegrown. I think there's Homegrown down here. I might have to go find it. And they use Painted Hills Natural Beef Pastrami. Mm-hmm. And they use it. And I had no idea. I'm like, okay, I've been a hoagie. I've hometown hero, all this stuff. you know. Well, they take this really nice roll. They warm this pastrami, put it in there, and they put a couple dill pickles. And I'm not a dill pickle fan, but put the dill pickles and the mustard in it. Slap. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look that up. Before I leave. <laughs> You're making me hungry. Dude. <laughs> You're making me hungry because, yeah, it's just what you said. Um, I think people overcooking beef is now my dad, my dad was a pan fry guy. Yeah. You know, and so all of our meat was brown and gray. Yeah. yeah you know, it looked like yeah. old Civil War veterans there laying yeah. in the dirt, you know. As soon as I got old enough to cook and discovered the broiler, and then when I started making my own money, bought a couple of good barbecues. Yeah. Do that. Then he would eat medium rare stuff, yeah. you know, like that. He's man, this is really good. This is really good. But when we, they were back home and my mom was cooking for him, no. pan fried. They didn't understand. My dad yeah. didn't do my. I, I don't remember the barbecue running, but two or three times. Maybe it ran more than that. But it was so hard to get the charcoal started. You know, you yeah. spent a four dollar bottle of. We didn't have the money for all that. You spent a four dollar bottle, a whole bottle to get it yeah. started. You know, and so. I don't remember any of those things. My mom probably cooked under the broiler uh, or fry. I don't remember eating. I ate hamburger. We ate hamburger. We ate a cow that was turned into hamburger. We ate cube steaks. We yep. ate the cheap stuff. You yep. know, I don't, yep. I don't remember. Oxtail soup. Yeah, we never. I don't remember eating the steaks. I don't know. We did, but they were, they were like round steaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah. a bone, oh, bone roast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, roasts. We had roasts. Lots we had of lots roasts. of roasts, but we had, uh, we had, <laughs> we had round steak. And if we were really at flush, we had sirloin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you never, we never ate fillets or. Well, we were always working out of something ribs. out of the freezer, right? Yeah. That, that was a white wrap three year old, three year old cow. Or, well, I have to tell you this story. I know I've, I've shared this before, but my dad, one time, we had this three year old heifer and he was going to go over to Madras and leave her at the butcher and then go to the sale yard and sit at the sale yard that day and watch, see what happens. Might find some pears or something, you yeah. know? Well, he had to take the heifer to the sale yard and sold her at the he- sale yard and then bought somebody else's heifer the, about the same makeup to take to the butcher. butcher. And that way he didn't have to look at her when he was eating her in the plate because it's about raising cattle and it's about raising your, the best cattle you can and you are attached to them. And you know what? He told me that story. The, yeah. He has a picture on the wall of his house yeah. of the first load of cattle that went out from Painted Hills yeah. in the truck. Yeah. Uh, and when he told me that story, he got really choked up. Yeah. And I thought he, at first I thought he was joking. And then I thought, no, no, he's being real sincere. Yeah. And so I kind of backed off the smart ass remarks like I usually have. But. Yeah, he was he was telling me how difficult it was. It is. He raised them from calves yeah. and gone through the whole process and off it's they a, were it's going. It's a very distinct it's a very distinct this is a weird business and the fact that you raise your you you spend every your livelihood keeping these cattle alive and everything you have for them and yeah. bring them into your house and into everything, you know, every out of the winter and all these things you do and then really what we're trying to create is the best protein on earth, which is good. Yeah. That's a great thing. But there's a distinctive 
disconnect between the two places. And that's where that packer lives. And nobody likes that guy because that's where he lives. But that's what it takes to get the, the steer, that wonderful steer we've worked hard at, put all that cost into, into that wonderful ribeye experience at your favorite restaurant or in your backyard. So, well, yeah, they just didn't walk into Safeway and jump up and nope. self wrap themselves. Nope. You nope. know, it just doesn't work that way. Nope. Um, although I am amazed that some people probably still think that that happened. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how much how much beef do you normally eat out of your whole week's menu? Oh. The the average consumer eats fifty eight pounds, right? And that's going to be less next year. A week year. or a year? A year. Yeah. A year. I'm sorry. You're back on week. Oh, I, I double that in a week. No. <laughs> I probably, uh, I would say twice. We probably for sure go twice a week. But for once a week, for sure, we go to the store. We're tired. We're just whatever. And I subsidize the top sirloin prices at the grocery store and they whack and stack them into over wrap steaks. And I can go down and get a you know a fresh one out and away yeah. we go. And then I try to, maybe I cook a brisket on the weekend and we whack on that all week long or something. So, but I, I got I, you know, beef goes a long way too. Yeah. I mean, 58 pounds, think about this, 58 pounds of, of, uh, beef a year. That's a pound a week. Uh, and if I had uh, quarter pound patties down at McDonald's, that's four pat four four McDonald's trips a week. That's, that's, that's everybody. That's quite a bit. So yeah. I, I, I would say maybe double that. I don't, I don't know. I need to pay attention to that and see. Well, I'm just, just curious. It is I mean, the easiest thing. It's right there. But we, 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 you know, we get, uh, in fact, I just, <laughs> I see my text go by for tomorrow. I got to go to Walmart on my way to Hermiston. And so what am I getting? Well, we'll get some chicken and some shrimp and all that stuff. So we, we eat like normal people, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do put a big old chunk of something on the barbecue try on the weekend so we can whittle on it. Now, see, I'm in a new world, right? My younger son who was living in my basement is now gone so now it's just gabrielle and i so i'm probably going to get to be grass-fed <laughs> well you need to uh um, you need to come down from brisket and go back to tri-tips yeah. because what i do is i cook two tri-tips over the weekend We'll have a tri-tip dinner. That's it. And yep. then I make French dips. Yes. Or I'll make stroganoff That's or something exactly like that. I don't let any of it go to no, waste. No, 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 yep. no. Like that. But Merce isn't home anymore like that. Unless she's hungry, then she comes down to visit. Yeah. But, you know, I'm the portions I've really cut back on. Yeah. Uh, just, just because. And I don't like to waste anything. No, yeah. I don't like. You know, tofu, yeah, that can go. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, the rest of it, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like to waste it. And it, it's just, it's kind of foolish to waste. Oh, yeah. You know? No, yeah, that's the, yeah. It, it just I can't imagine. Anyway. Now, when I was a kid, I remember we had dogs and we fed the dog scraps and we did. And, but I remember when the microwave first showed up, right? So yep. there was a difference, but, uh, today, yeah, we just, we, we, it hangs around. If you get to that, yeah, that sniff test out there in the fourth day or something, but we're pretty, we do. Okay. We've usually got something coming I in. A, steak, a frozen steak once when microwave first came out. I want oh, to yeah. see how it did. Oh. You talk about brown, gray and tough. Oh yeah. It was pretty tough. Yeah. To chew. It was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I couldn't do that now. I'd lose all the caps on my team. Oh, yeah. Um, if we put your skills as a uh, an operator, a manager of the, the co-op and all that stuff, but if we put your skills to music, what music would it? <laughs> Hell's bells. No, <laughs> that's the that first could, thing that could popped in my head. Could, <laughs> little ACDC and fossil there. I don't know. Um, chaos. I don't know. I, I tried. I have, I've really, we have such a wonderful team and our group. In fact, you know, like I mentioned about the wedding this weekend, I played hooky on Monday and Monday used to be a very, Will's got to be there to do the fab and we's got to be, I got to have my fingers on things. And I am, we are so lucky. We got such a great group there. We just threw our hands in the air and said, you know what? You know how to call us if there's anything that you need. And we, we just walked away and I got to go do more stuff I need to do. And we're going to get to go. We, we are in a position now we can get to go do a lot of things. Yeah. Not, not, unrelated related but you know yeah. you know what i mean i'm always attached somehow in today's world my goal i hate these computers i love these computers but i hate these computers because they invented a computer to make our lives easier and i haven't met one person who's had one take a task away from them most people use them to do more tasks right and so i have a i have worked through a bunch of things in our office where I'm trying to take tasks away or make remedial things that just happen over and over where they can just push a button and boom, it, it happens. Try and make, take human error out and make things simpler. And so that's my goal is to try and help that happen because we do the same thing over and over every week. Just remember, so. anything created by man can be destroyed by man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or so, woman. Oh, or woman, yeah. 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 Um, Okay, here's some fun stuff for you. Dire Straits or Justin Bieber? Oh, Dire Straits, my God. Yes, money for nothing. Yep. Uh, favorite movie? Oh. Um, gosh, there's lots of those old 80s movies and stuff that capture you, catch you, you know, some you can turn on. and um, But I don't ever go to one and say, oh, I'm going to fill my time with, but like, Rudy always catches me because I always cry at the end. Yeah. Because I had my chance to be not as Rudy by any means, but I was in the system for a little while, you know, and you always look back and go, what if? And so, um, what other, what other kind of movie just catches you? Uh, I don't know. I have really turned that, that, I don't know. I, um, well, you're a big sports guy too, though. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Them sports like movies are good. We like the, we like the actually varsity blues with, is it varsity blues with yeah. the Texas thing? You know, yeah. we always joke that, that, you know, where's your pill, where's your billboard, you know, yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's all fun too. Yeah. You know, so. um, what's the hardest thing about running or owning your own business? I know you own it with a <laughs> number of people, yes. but multiples, but. What's you're the man in charge. What's oh, the hardest geez. thing? That's the problem is they look at me and say, you're the man in charge. And, and I, I don't, the hardest part is answering and understanding. I feel like I'm in a vacuum. I mean, I, my yeah. poor wife, she works next to me and she's the one who manages the money, which is good. Cause I'm not very good with money, but 
I, I, when I get around people who understand the industry, and as you could tell by all the garbage I went through earlier today, when I get to those few people who work in harvest and process and packing and all the struggles we have, I feel sorry for them because I turn loose all the conversations that I have to kind of envelop when I'm not around because I just bore people to, I mean, I just lose them. You know, I went to a wedding one time where the cattlemen and cattle producers and they're proud of their cattle and they're proud of this and that. And I start talking to them about the ribeyes at dinner and they just, they left. (laughs) I got nobody to talk to Jeff, except you. Well, there you go. Oh my goodness. Could be worse. I know it could be. Could be worse. No, last Last question, pretty obvious. Uh, sweatpants or tuxedos? Oh, sh- well, like I say, getting older, I'm yeah. That sweats are getting there. I'm. It's funny how that works, huh? But yeah. Well, you know, since I've been really working at home more the yeah. last couple of years, yeah, I'm always been a pretty casual guy unless yeah. we're out in public, yeah, know, like that. But I notice now I'm a, I'm a little lax on when I get up in the morning and I don't drink coffee. I drink my juice oh stuff yeah that, you know i needed you, that the sunday morning yeah you, you <laughs> get up and you drink that and you head over to the computer like that and i look down and it's like well i've got some old nasty slippers on i've got a holy t-shirt that's about four sizes oh, too geez. big and some either sweatpants or shorts yeah you know because i don't get cold very well, i've yeah. got enough private insulation but yeah. i'm just saying i don't get that cold even in the cold times of year and I'm kind of looking around there, and I, and then all of a sudden you catch a reflection of yourself in your computer screen, yeah. and your hair is all Captain Biffo, you know, like that. And you go, hold on, I'll I'll be back in a minute. You know, I'm getting, I got to go clean up. I'm getting weird about I have to wear a collar in public. That's yeah. weird to me. Like a little kid, a kid, high schooler dresses with a t-shirt, and a, I wear a collar. But I did talk about my black socks too, yeah. which was when I was a kid. White socks were the only way. Yeah, right? yeah. So I don't know. It's a weird deal, though. I get to where I just don't want to go out. I don't want really want to go out with a t-shirt on. That's oh little, no, I won't go to the store. Yeah, like that. No, no, just at the house. Yeah. You know, if I go to the store, I'll go change my shirt, put on some jeans. You know, yeah. Like that. I may not have socks on. Yeah, but uh, I because I'm always wearing like these, you know, slip oh, yeah. on tennis shoes, Skechers or something like that, unless we're doing something official. Yeah, but that's that's it. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yes, it's always good. Well, it's crazy this time. I apologize to all your listeners because I'm out there this time. But nah, next time we'll talk good. about beef. Nah, it's all good. Well, you'll be on before Christmas. We'll be Christmas. Yeah, yeah. good. We'll talk we'll about bring Gabrielle down there. That's what we need. And then we'll talk about how she cooks. Yeah, she's a good cook. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking. It's about time we bring her in. Yeah, she'd like that little trip to town. Yeah. I don't know about going with you, but she'd like to yeah. trip to town. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Will Homer from Painted Hills Natural oh, thank Beef. You. Check them out online, PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Take care, everybody. <laughs>